2, The Power of More from Brockmeier and Zalo. Innovation Thinking In today's episode, we are speaking about a new media platform that has several outstanding features. It integrates the services of streaming platforms, TV studios, linear TV, virtual meetings, interaction with the viewers, and social media, just to name a few. And all this comes with blockchain features. Sounds great, doesn't it? The brain behind this is Mihai Krasnianu. I'm Christian Salo, and before we get Mihai into the conversation, I would like to introduce the co-host of the podcast, Dieter Brockmeier, the innovation expert at the Diplomatic World Institute. Hello, Dieter. How are you today? Excellent. Uh, marvelous. And it's uh, very great to see a project I know about for quite some time, because I think, uh, Mihai, we talked about uh, this uh, project for the first time in 2018, and it's really... Um, uh, really great now to see uh, the fruits of all the work you have invested in the last two or three years. Yes, and but now to our special guest. He is the founder and CEO of Beam. In addition, since 2007, he has been the founder and CEO of Great Juice Lab, a leading service provider for multi-screen TV and video on demand which manages to bring its customers to the market in the shortest possible time. Hello, Mihai. Thank you very much for joining us today. How are you? Well, hello, both of you. I'm very well. Greetings from sunny Los Angeles. You have already seen something of the world. Please tell us about the essential milestones from your journey. I've seen Romania, where I was born, too long time ago, 50 years already. Then France, where I graduated and grew up. Uh, and then uh, I saw a lot of Latin America, where I spent about five years. Um, to put some context, the five, the, the five years uh, when Internet was really starting from 1996 to, nine, to 2000, actually, um, in Uruguay and Argentina and Mexico and other parts where I, I launched a number of portals and uh, ISPs. Um, and then um, having lived in a couple of those countries, then in the US, I had the pleasure to discover Netflix in 2000, which was a super tiny and young startup, one year old. And I was fascinated by their business model, which at that time wasn't streaming. It was online DVD rentals. And I loved it. Went back to France, set up my own DVD rental company online called Gloria. Uh, grew it uh, to number one in France, number one in Germany, and uh, launched a video on demand uh, 2005. That was the very early stages of video on demand as well. And then I sold my company in 2007, and then um, I moved from Paris, where I was living, to London. Uh, and and in the meantime, I set up another company in the in the B two B world, uh, which is a video demand content aggregator, Gradius Lab, which is still active today. So we serve. 
large uh, telecom and cable operators with content from uh, Hollywood studios and different media groups, and then, uh, you know, all worldwide, really. So uh, from from London moved to Florence because, because it was nice, and Tuscany is nice. And... <laughs> And it had an airport, so it could still travel everywhere in the world. We had customers and partners. Uh, and then I moved to Los Angeles five years ago, where I live now. Cool. And here you are. And now we are talking about Beam. You are the brain behind Beam. What is it? And what makes Beam so fascinating, Mihai? Beam uh, is a new generation, I would say, of... of uh, video demands and streaming and events platform. So the first component of Beam uh, is a place where live events can happen around content uh, for uh, actual content like films and, uh, and TV shows and documentaries. People can gather around live on camera to talk about it, to engage with it, with... Uh, Uh, the audience uh, and um, create that special moment that bring us together around events and content and the same feeling you have in a concert or, or when you go to a movie premiere. Um, and at the same time, it's also a platform where we bridge the gap between where content is being consumed and where content is being discussed about by the, the people and the fans and the users. Um, and we do that through uh, licensing with content owners uh, like Paramount Pictures. We have their titles and a number of other studios and content owners that are coming up. And, and uh, a social interaction uh, with profile pages and followers and uh, and discussions. So, uh, and that's just the background basics, uh, a number of things will come up next to, to make that platform even more special. But it's all about event, eventifying uh, the uh, entertainment consumption. Is, uh, I think that is an important, uh, important word, uh, uh, to, if I got you right. That's right, Dieter. So the, the whole idea is that uh, pretty much... Um, We, we know we know that uh, nothing is stronger than when a movie comes into cinemas, into theaters, because it's, the, it's an event, really. And this is when people get engaged. People want to see the, the actors and the directors presenting their movie and then watching the movie and discussing about the movie. And people want to be the first ones to watch the movie. So the the eventification of content it's something that's it is in our dna right as 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 people uh so that's what we're doing we are i would say uh the we're the digital theatrical window for digital releases right so we create that spark in the content uh where uh, movies can be released but also For library titles, you know, uh, you can take older titles and those titles actually um, sometimes we forget about them or sometimes we don't have enough reasons to watch them again, although they're amazing. Uh, 
But if we create an event, if we bring interesting people around it, let's say a director that can talk about it, or an actor, or a special effects special uh, specialist uh, who can discuss about certain scenes, well, suddenly watching those older movies becomes something very, very interesting. So then you can have an audience who can come gather uh, and 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 watch those people interact with the movie and talk about it, and also interact with them. Right? Uh, we have a cool options where you can bring people from the audience on stage, so that interaction could be very personal. You know, they appear on camera, and uh, and they can ask questions. They can tell, take virtual selfies with their with their uh, the people they admire. Um, so. You're right, Dieter. I mean, it's it's really about uh, eventifying everything that can make sense. And we're talking about movies now, but it could be uh, sports. You know, you know, older older games uh, that you can di- dissect with a player. It could be concerts that you can discuss with uh, the band and the artist. Uh, it could be uh esports you know a video game or a tournament that you can discuss with the players after it's over so they are a bit more relaxed and they can tell you what happened behind the scenes so there's a huge um opportunity to engage uh, of engagement between uh i would say those who are more visible uh and the fans can you give us another example for the interaction of all these elements in a in an event? We we think that um, we can have fun uh, and be entertained, and at the same time do good things for others. So so we we label ourselves uh, entertainment for good. Um, therefore, we integrated um, a donation feature in our platform that allow uh, any event, uh, if the organizers desire so, any event to be connected and linked with a nonprofit uh, or a cause. And therefore, uh, that allows for the participants to that event to make donations right there from the event in literally one click. Um, and they can donate with their credit card uh, and even with... Uh, with crypto, probably we're going to discuss about that a bit later. But basically, um, what it means it means that um, because you have uh, hosts on camera um, and and uh, you know people on stage, they can incentivize the audience uh, to make donations, and because it's so easy, usually the amount collected is is much higher than uh, if you send people to go to a different platform or a different place. Well, uh, Mihai, I understand you wanted from our very early talks that you wanted to uh, have this entire platform uh, crypto-based and blockchain-based. It's not only crypto. You just mentioned crypto. So what will be the, what will be the features that you are introducing and when are you going to introduce us? Indeed. I, uh, when I started this project uh, late 2017, um, the, the whole idea was to, to build everything I saw in the last 20 years in media um, 
using uh, the new technologies that blockchain is allowing, uh, not only f not just for the sake of it, although I, I'm a fan of, of, of the, the notions that the blockchain uh, technologies open up, but especially because new uh, consumptions, uh, consumption usage and behaviors and new economic models can be built around it. Uh, but at that time, and then, you know, 2018 and 19, uh, we realized that the technology wasn't really there completely uh, and not ready yet for prime time, at least uh, for, you know, millions of transactions and millions of people. Uh, so we built first the platform in a more centralized way. And now that the technologies are there, now we're integrating them in, um, in our, uh, in our uh, let's say, uh, uh, fabric and, um, and system. So um, there's a number of things that we, uh, we're building right now uh, in the platform. Obviously, the easiest one was to accept crypto as payment in our ticketing system. That, that's easy. So now you can you can pay with your uh, with your wallet, uh, MetaMask. You can also log in with your Meta your the MetaMask if you if you want to. Uh, but the most important features that are coming up now are um, the all the NFTs and everything that's around the NFT. The NFT, um, you mean non fungible tokens. It's not fungible tokens. Uh, it's a way to create uh, something that's unique in the digital world, which is digital scarcity. Uh, until now, um, uh, everything that's digital, we know we can copy it an infinite amount of times, and every copy is similar to the other one. Uh, NFTs allow you to uh, identify uh, the ownership of a digital good or any digital element uh, with the owner and create ownership uh, and create rules around how those uh, digital goods can be collected, sold, presented, etc., etc. So, um, for example, uh, a ticket to a, an event uh, on Beam uh, is an NFT. It will be an NFT very soon. And that NFT means that it has uh, a proof that you indeed participated to that event. And if that event was special to you, you can showcase that event on your profile page uh, with, um, you know, whatever visuals uh, or artwork uh, the platforms gives you or the organizer or the guests. Um, you could also later on uh, trade it, resell it. Uh, and NFTs allow something magical, which is uh, to program the way in which uh, the transfer is made, which is, um, you can say, for example, uh, if I resell that NFT, then uh, X percent of every transaction goes back to either the organizer, the platform, a creator, a nonprofit. And we know that when you resell things online, uh, very often, uh, you know, the, the first person who sells the, the thing uh, gets the money. But if being, it's been resold after that, uh, you know, there's no, there's no transactions happening with the original creators or owners. But that's, that's not possible with an NFT. So not only events will be NFTs, but also everything that the organizer or the creator of an event wants to do. For example... 
could be an artist that's dropping uh, new collections or pieces of art during uh, an event, or a musician that's dro- that drops a new uh, a new song during that event as an NFT, and that NFT could be available only to the people who attend that event or only to the people that attend that event and pay a certain amount uh, or that, you know, win the win it for in some kind of sweepstakes. Um, an NFT could also be a, a video. So all everything that's happening on our events can be recorded, repurposed. Uh, that can become also an NFT. Um, I was mentioning earlier the feature that uh, allows you to be brought on stage from the audience and have a selfie with someone. Well, that those 10, 20 seconds can become also an NFT signed digitally by the artist and uh, by yourself. So it's a proof that, you know, it's not a deep fake. <laughs> You've been really there with the artist at this event. So that's that's one of the things that we're bringing up. Okay. So if I understand you correctly, you have in the in the eventifying of Beam, the crypto payment as a service, but you have also for the external, let's say for the financing of the whole project, the cryptocurrency um, as a payment character as well. Yes. So that's probably my, my fourth or fifth company in my life. And um, not all of them, but for some of my companies, I raised money, sometimes significant amounts of money with uh, venture capital in, and, and other investors. Um, the process, it's, uh, it's sometimes very complex, very, very stressful, very painful for the entrepreneur. Um, and I really wanted to, um, to rethink the way um, we um, imagine uh fundraising for beam and um to whom we want to give the upside in the in the value we created and really who's re- who's who's actually creating value for for beam it's first of all our users uh the creators that use our platform the organizers who organize events on beam the content owners who participate to our ecosystem, etc., uh, etc., et and we found an incredible way to align the interest of the founders of the team uh, and all of the people in the ecosystem, and that's what we call uh, continuous financing, which is uh, a very new way to uh, raise funds, um, at least here in the US so far. So it's uh, SEC approved and validated Reg D and Reg S. I don't want to be too technical, but that's that's to show that it's really uh, completely uh, approved by the regulators here. And actually, it allows anyone to invest in Beam, uh, anyone from outside the US, but if you're a US citizen, you have to be an accredited investor, but anyone could, with that quality can, can do it, uh, could invest in Beam 24-7 as soon as we open the round, which means there's no specific round. Uh, they can invest 24-7 from the moment it's open till, I would say, the end of the company, right? Because there's no end to it. Um, when, when, and do you, when do you actually plan the opening? 
So we plan to open that, uh, well, right now, by the end of the month of May. Um, and first of all, we, we open it to, um, you know, our partners, our uh, teams, uh, our, you know, closer circle. And then we it's going to be public on our website. You'll find a button that says Invest in Beam on our website, Uh probably end of May, beginning of June, uh, and you'll be able to uh, to invest uh, directly there, and you're able to see in real time the valuation of the company, the amount raised, um, you know, the price of the share. Um, and um, the beauty of it is like it's like an IPO for early stage companies, basically. you th- There's a lockup period for the investors. That's only one year. But after one year, there's a secondary market that kicks in. So you can resell the shares if you want to. So it becomes a liquid, a liquid market. Um, and we're very happy because basically that means that um, you don't necessarily have to sell yourself and your idea only to VCs. Actually, the people who work with you, the partners who work with you and who better understand your business uh, than anyone else are able to say, hey, I think that's a great company. You know, I want to have a piece of the upside and I'm happy to invest whatever. It could be $1,000 or it could be a million dollars or whatever, 10 million. It's, uh, you know, and you, you could invest with your credit card or with a wire transfer uh, or even or with, with, or with your blockchain wallet. Or with your blockchain wallet, exactly. I mean, hi, this looks uh, really uh, interesting and uh, I'm really getting enthusiastic about the idea. Where do you want to be in, let's say, four or five years? We, we built um, and we conceived Beam as an ecosystem. So it's, of course, it's going to look like a platform for many years, um, a platform for events, a platform for content. Um, we're opening our video on demand and distribution uh, feature uh, now in about two months, uh, which will allow any content owner to uh, distribute their content to the world. Uh, for uh, rental, purchase, even subscriptions. We're also going to open up um, a number of spaces where uh, fans and communities that love certain types of content, could be films or documentaries or series, uh, could create their own pages and and make money by uh, promoting content uh, from the VOD catalog. Um so th- those are a number of a number of features that will come up nicely together with the events and the social aspects and the and the and the crowdfunding and so on. But if 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 I have to look, let's say uh, five years from now, I see Beam as being um, an ecosystem where uh, you you know we will have content owners. Uh, video creators, movie creators, or any kind of creators, uh, fans, communities, consumers, all connected together and um, creating value one for the other, uh, and even um, going beyond that into what, you know, what's being called right now the, the, the passion economy or the creator's economy. So, if I have a passion around any kind of content, I can monetize my passion 
by making money on the platform. So the idea is to open it up to as many uh, industries and universes and users as possible, and ideally progressively decentralize it. So in such a way that third parties can easily come in and develop things within Beam or connected with Beam without us necessarily controlling everything except the main rules and principles of functioning of that uh, ecosystem. Mihai, this is uh, really amazing and I wish you lots of luck. Uh, of course, we all know now comes a crucial part. A lot of great projects have been failed in the past uh, by not being accepted or not by not reaching uh, their consumers or attracting investors. You proved you can do it. So I really think this, uh, um, this Beam platform will have a great future. And I wish you really luck with the road ahead. This was Mihai Krasnianu, CEO and founder of Beam, a new media service that integrates a lot of services under one innovative roof in combination with crypto payments. Thank you very much for the interesting conversation. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Two, the power of more. From Brockmeyer and Salo. Innovation thinking.